0: This is The
1: Relevant Podcast. It's Friday, July 23rd, 2021, and it's The Relevant Podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host, Cameron Strength. Stop laughing at my voice. <laughs> uh, joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Hello. From Austin, Texas, authors, podcasters, speaker extraordinaire, Jamie Ivey. Hey, guys. And from Nashville, Tennessee, artist, producer, mogul, Derek Miner.
2: What's happening, there, everybody? Hey, I just want to say before we start this that Cameron mm. sounds like a pack of Marlboros. <laughs>
3: hey, first of all. <laughs> like, who's the hey. new host? Yeah. Who's, who, who's this guy
4: who's been smoking unfiltered Marlboro Reds for, you know, since he's been 12 years old? And hey,
2: them boys sound I... like American spirits. <laughs> they they know, you. know what them choice <laughs> condom? <called them? laughs> he's got, he's got the, the,
4: nice. the husky authority of a weathered cigarette smoker. See, I forgot
1: about American Spirit (laughs) Cigarettes. I thought you were referring to Spirit Airlines. And it's like, yeah, every time I've been on Spirit Airlines, pretty much everybody sounds like this. Ironically,
4: on Spirit Airlines is one of the few airlines they actually welcome smoking on the (laughs) flight. You can still smoke on the
3: flight.
4: (laughs) They got got little ashtrays
2: in the (laughs) armrests. Yeah, I mean,
4: they charge
0: you if you want to smoke. If you want to smoke, you got to pay 20 more dollars. It's really
4: not uncommon for there to be an open fire somewhere on a Spirit flight. I mean, it could be a barrel (laughs) fire towards the back of the plane, just people trying to keep (laughs) warm. Warm, when it doesn't pressurize right, you know, people bring their own hibachis on there because they're sure not serving Whoa. food on long
3: flights. Yeah. It's,
4: pretty, it's pretty fast and loose up there. I think Spirit Airlines should just get rid of the seats altogether and just pile people yeah. in and be like, "Look, we get there when we get there. You guys just B-Y-O-S, we're gonna shut the door. Yeah. Just bring do your seat."
1: Yeah. yeah, people yeah. are people are bringing those pop up chairs that they take the little league games and stuff. They're just like, <laughs> <striving> <laughs> just make,
4: their- just, hey, look, just make it like. Just, just the Spirit should just throw in this out and be like, "Listen, we're trying to come to their level, like other airlines. It's not happening. Why don't we just set our own level where it's basically the parking lot of a college game day recording?
3: Where it's like first come, first come
4: gets the good seats. Right, the earlier you show, the better your little pop up area is. But
0: that's the yeah. vibe here. Bring your own cooler. Does it come with that random drunk guy that no one knows how they got into your tailgate? You're like, wait, yes. who, are, yeah. who are you? Like, who brought you here? And
4: he's like tossing the football. He's having the time of his life. That guy's time on the yeah, most And been. he
2: has two first names, like Aaron John or something like that. Yeah. John that David. Guy, that John guy just David. Hasn't Who got brought John the, David?
4: That guy hasn't got off the flight in months. He's just been yeah. on like a months-long bender, just puddle jumping from city to city, just having a ball. This is a free idea, Spirit. Take us up on
1: it. Take it up. Uh yeah so it's it, you know I I don't know why my voice sounds like this but this is how it sounds after a magic game usually like the next morning I wake up from all the heckling and stuff and so I really was thinking this morning like was I yelling last night I I can't think of why I like Were you I heckling like at this. the
0: basketball game?
4: I mean you uh, weren't this
3: there
2: man but is at that he- heckling from his couch. <laughs> oh
1: no, I like here's the thing I don't get worked up about sports if it's not the my team playing it, you know so I'm like I'm watching right. it as an interested bystander but I didn't I don't know what happened. I don't know. So, well, maybe I'm just in, you know, it's Olympics, the Olympics kick off today, and, and it's going to be sports nonstop for the next two weeks. Obscure sports mm. that all of a sudden mm. I'm interested in for a day and a half. So maybe that's that's good. My voice is ready.
0: Uh, speaking of obscure sports, uh, last week, Jesse, I thought of you because I turned on the old ESPN on a, on a slow day. And what do you know, we watched the cornhole tournament and all my boys it? were like, I could do this. Like, this is so easy. I could do this. And I was like, okay, all right, hey. you and Jesse Carey going to form a team. That's
4: right. Did I tell you guys when I was watching it, I Googled one of the dudes on there and I was like, I just wonder how you get into this. The guy went to my high school. He was local. Oh like, no. and I, and I like. So I was like, this is unbelievable. I was watching it on ESPN, and the dude who was just slinging bags up there, I was like, I got to find this guy. So I Googled him. I was like, wait, he's from our town? And then I started Googling more. I was like, he went to my high school, and I looked him up on like Facebook. I was like, I'm friends with like half of his friends. And then I saw that our local paper did a story on him. And I was like, well, I wonder how you get to be a professional cornhole player. He was like, I just hang out at bars playing cornhole and thought I was pretty good. So, uh <laughs> there we go proud of that guy proud of that guy truly the he dream. did
1: it he did his thing hey you know what I just realized next week the podcast we're only gonna have three online uh, Skype channels because Derek will be here
2: in my studio with me
1: and then next nice. week <gasps> yeah wow yeah. Yeah.
2: absolutely I was wondering I'm like do I need to bring my setup or, well, or camera? I got a setup we're good I, I uh, you know what I'm saying are, are,
4: how long are you gonna be in in Orlando for Derek
2: a week all All right, so
4: are you guys doing the uh, Disney thing?
2: Yep, we're
1: I don't know. A, we're doing a potpourri of activities. He's bringing his kids, and and it's just going to be it's going to be Lord of the Flies over here by the end of the week. It's just Derek and me and our boys. So and pizza. good, good. lots lot of, pizza. of pizza. Yeah, yeah.
4: You, you should you, Gatorland should definitely be on. <laughs> Gatorland, I know it burned down. Gatorland? but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty pretty sure Gatorland. I'm pretty sure it's Gatorland.
0: Real, it's like an amusement park.
1: Gatorland of, is the oldest attraction in Central Florida. It is. It has been here since like the 30s. Yeah, it, wow. it burned
4: down a couple years ago, but I'm pretty sure there's been several uh, fires at Gatorland over the years. That just yeah. they just got they, they they plan on an arson attack every four or five years and just yeah. have to rebuild. It's just the, the kind of clientele <laughs> they bring. Derek,
1: if, you know. if you
2: want to go to Gatorland, we can go to Gatorland. There's some weird stuff. Hey, around man, here. look, bro, I'll, I'm following your lead because I don't. I mean, the only thing I know about Orlando, really, for the most part, is um, the Magic and That's Disney. Right. And that big
1: mansion you stayed at a couple months ago.
2: Yes, that big mansion that I stayed at a couple months ago. But that was like Disney pretty much. Was it in the yeah. area where all of the Disney stuff is? You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, Dude, I'm trying to catch. How do you feel about ziplining? How do you feel about heights? I do not like them at all. Okay.
0: But Cameron, you already got him to climb a mountain this summer. Surely you can yeah. put him on a zipline.
2: <laughs> <That's Nope. true. laughs> no. No, I, I I take it. Listen, so <laughs> I take that back. You know what? I have been ziplining, and it was the worst experience of my life. Because I look one day, I was in a very extremely frustrated time. Like I, I was just driving. And I think I was actually in Florida. I don't know if I was in Orlando or where I was at, but I was in Florida. I was driving and I'm driving, I think I might've been headed back from a show or something. And I saw something that says zipline. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do something fun. You know what? I'm gonna do something dangerous. (laughs) I'm gonna hop on this zipline, right? (laughs) So I'm thinking, you're just gonna climb up a ladder and you just gonna zip line down. Right. This was not a zip line like that. This was an obstacle course. Yeah. So right. you gotta go climb on ladders that are shaky, and then you're climbing up the side of trees. This thing took an hour. I'm like, man, I'm thinking it's gonna be 15 minutes. I'm gonna just, you know, swing down with my legs flailing in the air. And <laughs> no, it's an obstacle course. So y'all, it, like if it's an obstacle course, zip line, then the answer is absolutely no. I what, noticed when know, I dropped you off at the mansion
1: that right, you guys were adjacent to a huge zipline course place. I didn't, and, I thought maybe. And, and there was a ton there. of
2: black people there and ain't nobody noticed it. Cause we just blocked that <laughs> mug out of our head. Like we just don't do can, that. You know? Can I make
3: a suggestion?
2: Because right. I
4: have one, I have one regret from, you know, my time living in, in Orlando. There's one thing I wanted to do and I never did. And I, and, and I lived there for a while. I would come down, I come down and visit with some, you know, especially prior to the pandemic with some frequency. I did a lot of cool stuff. Medieval times, Disney. We did do medieval know. times. Yes, yeah, we yeah, did. I, yeah. Mm. But the one thing I wanted to do and, and guys, this is the perfect opportunity. I Jesse, think your boys do you are remember,
1: old enough. I'm sorry. Do you remember medieval times at the end after the dinner and the jousting and all the whatever at the, you go to the lobby and the knights are out there to like mm-hmm. greet the fans and take yeah. pictures and stuff. And do you remember
2: like you, you were obsessed with the
1: Falconer? It, it was very, very impressive. Good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I definitely <laughs> want to do medieval times. I've hey, never. No! I saw that on cable guy. Yeah, uh, it's like
0: eighty bucks a person, and, but I, you just it's can't how stop. How much it. a person? I'm kidding, but it's, it's a lot of cheap. money because
1: there's a feast and stuff. You know, in the yeah. dinner it's, it's, show, it's, it's
4: like it's like all you can eat turkey legs, which no human could eat more than
0: one. All you can eat turkey legs. Wow.
1: So it's a, it's a night competition in the, around, but you're sitting in a section where you are like the blue night, the yellow night, whatever, and you're cheering Uh, for your night. Right. So we decide that we're going to heckle them like it was a basketball game. So we, so we're, we're just riding the other nights and it's not that big of an arena. You know what I mean? You're, they can hear you. And so when we go out afterwards, they're all standing there and they are giving us death glares because it's (laughs) a fun family thing. It's A bunch of us is just heckle. Him the whole night. It was really L- funny.
4: L- Listen, I know you. You think you're talking trash to the yellow knight who was transported yeah. here from like the 1500s yeah. to joust for your enjoyment. But right. my name's Dale, and I live about 10 miles away, <laughs> and this is my job. <laughs> and I take I much crap for kids? people <laughs> like you. Yeah, I got a mortgage, man. Okay, you want to come at me for jousting? <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's scripted, okay? I fell off the horse on purpose, all right, jerk? So, so come at me all you want, just to let you know this is as real as a wrestling match. So there. And the blue knight is Scott, and guess what? He's on—his car broke down, okay? So how do you feel now? How do you feel now? He a down the way here. Yeah, and, and uh, we got to take—and by the way— what how big are these turkeys? Okay, that these turkey legs are coming
0: from. <laughs> these are most these definitely are mutant, genetically yeah. engineered turkey legs.
1: Derek, they feed you they feed you food that you can eat the entire meal with your hands. That's that's yeah. the point of it. Like back in the medieval. Ooh, okay, times. like back in the so, Ain't No
2: Forks. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I get to be like a yeah. Thor, like a black Thor. Mm. Just smack the, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm with it, yeah. baby. Let's go. It, which okay, I so hated got-
0: that part because I refuse to eat meat that you have to use your hands for. I won't do it. I'm out. I'm not going to eat any kind of meat you have to use your hands with. Nope. What, nope, nope, what nope.
1: about wings?
0: Nope. I don't, unless they're boneless and I can, you know, cut them up. Mm. Nope. Not me.
1: Wait, 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 wait. You, hold on. You take wings or nuggets and you like cut it with a knife and fork and eat it with your fork.
0: Okay. So maybe it's not the fork thing. It's like, I can't eat something that I might find a bone in. I'm not, I'm out. I can't do that. A chicken sandwich. They don't have bones in those. Yeah, but what about a nugget? No bones and nuggets.
4: But you can eat a nugget with your bare hand. It's just just, just meat on a bone. It's eating meat
0: off a bone that I can't handle.
4: Well, you wouldn't like medieval times because I'm pretty sure. I mean, the 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 turkey legs. The turkey legs are so massive. I would pay to see one of those knights fight one of these turkeys because. (laughs) On second
2: thought, we don't we don't got to go there, Cameron, because you know that Rona outside and uh, we, we cool. Here, here's, here's my suggestion wait, wait, you're you saying guys. like
1: because the coronavirus would be on man, the turkey because I, I, I don't know what inside. the sanitary
2: is of people just eating with their hands and it's very and they, they might be cooking with their hands back there like I, look man I'm not that rona okay. out there look, man listen that rona contrary to popular belief listen, shout is still out there baby I don't I don't
4: I don't care what kind of virus Fauci cooked up. This thing is so deep fried.
3: Okay? This thing that is so is deep no, fried. No nothing, way.
4: Nothing <laughs> could, And I'm just kidding about I, Dr. Fauci. Delta. No, Delta. I'm just the, the Delta variant.
1: Yeah. Think about this. The, they're scared about how bad the Delta variant is. Imagine when we get like hurricane names and they keep going down the alphabet. We get down to the Spirit Airlines variant. Because if Delta is <laughs> yeah. bad... Imagine how I mean, they, deadly Spirit's the spirit be Well, well spirit—I
4: yeah. mean, spirit has long just been of its own virology lab. which is a big petri dish <laughs> up there. What they're doing, <laughs> what they're doing—they—they—they—they they, do not have like flight in its scum and like clean it after every flight. No. They do—they do what they call uh, the monthly hose down, which is exactly what it sounds like, yeah. and then they just <laughs> get the new passengers in. It. But I do have one, okay, one suggestion for you guys, and this is a deep regret right. I have from all my all time. Right.
1: This year. Oh, yeah, back to that, yeah.
4: Is that I've always wanted to go to a murder mystery theater. And, mm. you know, you know, like these dinner theaters, and I know they have them down there. Oh, yeah. It's I like know a dinner you know. theater and someone in the dinner party, you know, is myster- mysteriously dies and everyone works together. It's, it's, it's pre- this is pre escape room mystery solving, you know, right. collectively. But what I want you want you guys to do is after the first person drops dead, I want you guys to wait about 10 minutes and one of you guys have to pretend to die right in the middle. And suddenly it's like a double murder Like and mess
1: up their script. Yep, yeah, exactly. Okay. Ah, I got you. Oh, oh, I'm dying
4: too. The same murderer. <laughs> oh, no. It was, it was, he, 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 he. And then just die. And then just, set, you know, just see where it goes that night, guys.
2: Now, just, I'm going to lie. Me and my wife, that was one of our favorite things to do Really? Uh, like, murder mystery? Yeah, theater? we used to do murder mystery theaters all Was the time. It awesome? Matter of fact, I actually won like actor of the the time or whatever. You like said I you got wanted like a little actor. Certificate. Dude, so, yeah, for yeah. real? That is yeah, awesome. No, no, I kid you not. I got the I actually have the certificate upstairs right now. Like I'm very <laughs> proud of it. I'm not It's, it's <laughs>
4: next to your Grammys, I hope. Like this is, this is <laughs> same level. I won this Grammy for production. Uh with a I won I won this for actually some lyrics that I wrote. This one here is a award I pretended to be stabbed by an old widow during a murder mystery. Uh, uh, it was a, great. a plot twist. It was actually it. the maid. So you know, sold it. Sold it. I enjoyed I had to spend it. All the whole those, all floor, those
2: canned sides that they put out on that buffet, man, it was great.
0: Do you go to those with strangers, or is this like a bunch of friends go so you know each other?
2: Nah, it was. It would just be me and my wife. Like we would. That would literally be our our little date night for the six months because i was so broke so we go do like a little dinner theater and we you have an entertainment with theater and then like you had a food and it was cool yeah like we would we would do it it was fun It was. uh, is uh,
1: it like a is it like a kobe steakhouse where like you're kind of doing this journey with like 10 other people or is it like yeah so like
2: they had us at at different tables and i haven't done it in a long time but i remember our table would probably seat like six and then maybe it was like four tables uh-huh. Four or five tables, right? Like, okay,
1: got it. Yeah. So and it's then, the yeah. two of you and four other people that you don't know, and you're no a, you're a team. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. yep. yep. See, I think Jesse. But the thing is, you got to go to one of these by yourself. Just put, like, I, <laughs> and then you, you're like the
0: third wheel at some, at you know, Derek and Mrs. Miner's date, and there's right.
1: Jesse. Okay.
4: <laughs> but I don't mind that because it's a community thing. I'll say this: the and, and I've been on the other end of this before. There's one line I won't cross when it when it's just injecting myself into other people's party, right? Like what? I don't have a problem doing it. Like I don't no, have a problem just hanging with strangers. Like not right. a big deal. I, I, I feel like I, you know, I got the gift of gab guys and I can just chop it up and we're friends yeah. by the end of the night.
1: Wedding crashers was a biopic based on Jesse's <laughs> exactly. life. I, yeah.
4: I do have an exception though. It's because I was on the other end of it. I was at a friend's birthday party one night and it was, it was at a, and it was with his family. It's like a family friend. It wasn't just like all your buds getting together. It was like his parents, his aunt and uncles, his cousin. And I was very close and so they, they invited me along and it was like a Japanese hibachi grill type of situation where you sit around the big thing, but it yeah. was very crowded on like a Saturday night And, you know, it's sort of like a golf course on a busy day. Like, if you show up with three people, they're going to put a fourth one in your foursome. That's just part of the game works, you know? Like, they got to get those tee times moving. Same thing with the hibachi grill. You're sitting all around, and there's one guy that just came in by himself for dinner that night. They're not going to shut down a whole grill for this guy to have dinner by himself, have a private performance. They just put him into our table. So, literally, the entire hibachi table is friends and family celebrating (laughs) this one person's birthday, and it's just one rando guy. you know? And it's like, it was so awkward that it was like, even for me who loves awkwardness, that's the one scenario where I just don't feel like I'd be comfortable is being the one guy at somebody else's apache table.
1: Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, one of our favorite comedians, he has melted the internet in the last year and a half. Kev on stage is joining us. Uh, That's going to be fun. Also at the end of the show, I mean, it's a big day today. The Olympics kick off today. And I know you guys are all Olympic files. I
2: know Jesse loves the Olympics.
0: I love the Olympics.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I haven't watched the Olympics since like Tanya Harding or something.
0: What? That was a long time ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know if I was alive when Tanya. <laughs> I, think, at I, least I the remember Winter remember that, Olympics. Yeah. At
4: least the Winter Olympics has pretty novel competitions, right? Like, oh, it's kind of cool to see someone jump off a huge ramp on skis. I would never do that. Yeah. Summer Olympics has too many that just people running or swimming in a straight line, like not interested. Like that is, <laughs> that is straight I mean, line. Oh, oh
1: yeah, it's it going to be way better
4: this year. They got so this what new want person pool to be
1: like a lazy river where they have to like go around curves. <laughs> <laughs> that actually be that fired is, <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: There's like a water slide halfway through. <laughs> It's wait. I mean it's like
0: a blob you gotta find a partner to, to
4: push you off. Yeah, it's like double this
2: is gonna dare be the or most, no gonna
4: be the most competitive year ever. And it's like cool. So people are are swimming or running in a straight line s- imperceivably faster than they were last year. Cool. Well I can't wait. You really compelled me that point that six point zero six uh uh speed that they increased since last year is really gonna make all the difference this year. I'm just no thanks. Here's an idea. Murder mystery is part of the Olympics. Why not we do that as a game? I would,
0: I would watch that. Uh, Jamie, real quick. You had a hibachi take. Oh. I, I, I don't want to miss this. Yeah. So we took my son to a hibachi grill, just like you were with your friends. And so it was my family of six. And then there was this couple that were sitting with us. You you talked about when it got weird. Here's when it got weird. We're singing happy birthday to my son. No. And no. the random woman is videoing our whole family singing happy birthday to him. Yeah. I literally was like... Who are you? What are you doing this? this? Why are you filming my family? Like, th- that made me k- extremely uncomfortable. Extremely is uncomfortable. <laughs> she like
1: I don't know if thought. she's like,
0: I've never seen white and black people like sing happy birthday to each other. Like, oh, why uh, are these your kids? Or I don't know. It was weird.
2: Oh, wow. I forgot because you guys have a mixed of got black family. kids,
0: yeah.
4: Maybe she just... Like, her mind was just blown by the whole hibachi experience. Maybe she thinks that every time she goes to hibachi, the people just start singing, you know? what? You <laughs> know, she thinks that
1: hibachi heals the racial divide in America <laughs> oh, and brings... Maybe. Black, white, everybody together
2: around. The I'll, hey, I'll, instead I'll, of the Tower of Babel, they just need to build a big hibachi grill <laughs> the, racism. Dude, <laughs> solve like, racism. Solve hey, racism. Okay.
4: If I ever, I'll tell you this, because every time I talk about it, maybe because we're recording at lunchtime, I haven't eaten all day today and I'm pretty hungry. But every time I think about hibachi, I'm like, why isn't that just a part of everyone's life more? Like, no one has ever gone to hibachi and been like, I regret that. No, no. Every time they're like, that was a fantastic meal and a show. I read that Tyrese from Fast and Furious has a hibachi, not a hibachi grill, a legit staffed hibachi private restaurant in his backyard. He uses Fast and Furious money. To build up, he loves it so much that he is. I and I read an interview with him recently where he talked about it. He's like, no, no, it's not a grill. It is a. It is a staffed restaurant, and I have people over because people are like, hey, we want to go out to dinner. He's like, no, no, no. I got a private hibachi restaurant, and it's like Jeremy Jam on Parks and Rec had one. It's very impressive. I if I was a, if if I was Bezos, I wouldn't be going to space. I'd have just converting <laughs>
1: for the house to hibachi, grill.
0: or a hibachi grill restaurant. On your little space thing that you yeah, to for a couple space minutes, would be cool. yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I don't think that that would go well in weightlessness, Jamie. <laughs> right? I don't think. Be like, yeah, just slicing all over the air, It'd be like fruit ninja.
0: But has anyone ever gone to a hibachi grill on just like a regular Tuesday, or are you going because it's someone's birthday?
2: Oh, we do hibachi all the time.
0: Where the, where the yeah. guy stands in front of you and cooks and does all the tricks and throws things in the air.
1: So I've only ever done it like on birthdays. Me and, too. And it's like, and they're like, you know, they have frequent, frequent eater programs and lunch specials. I'm like, who's coming to this huge oh, thing? Yeah. That's what I always me, wonder.
2: Me, Thank we you. do hibachi on a Thursday. I don't even lie. I, I love know. it.
4: I love it. We Dude, love it. If it. You know, this is, okay. I, I know we got a lot of show to get to,
2: but. Ask, at, when we get down there, uh, Cameron. Ask Zane what he wants. If you say hibachi, every nothing else matters. Like that is we'll literally go. his we favorite got, thing. It's great. Oh, Cohen's it, too. He loves it.
4: Okay, so here, this is a any uh, any you know young entrepreneur out there is looking for an idea. Someone needs <laughs> to make like the Chipotle of hibachi. Okay, because we had like back in the day, Quiznos blew up that whole scene by coming in hot with those sandwiches that everyone was getting during lunch. Everyone loved it. Who knows what happened to Quiznos now? It just vanished. Like mysteriously overnight, all the Quiznos just went away. It's very odd. No one's talking about that, by the way, which I find disturbing. Quiznos was a huge part of our lives for a long time. And then just yeah. instantly they vanished. It was so weird. No one even cared. It's like they didn't exist. You know? Like, it
1: reminds me of the Mitch Hedberg joke about the putting your name on at a restaurant, you know, like yeah. Dufresne Party of Four, yeah. And then, you know, your name or whatever. And they call out Dufresne Party of yeah. Four, Dufresne Party of Four. Nobody answers after a couple minutes. I'll just go down Smith party at three. What happened to the Dufresnes? <laughs> like, How can tell yeah. <laughs> everybody, stop, look for the Dufresnes. Something terrible has gone down. That happened yeah. to Quiznos. Quiznos it's, is it's gone.
4: A, it's like you're walking by. It's like, I think I'm going to get a
1: Quiznos today. It's a dry
4: cleaner now? That dry cleaner looks like, they've been in, that looks like they've been in business for a week. I was just at Quiznos like three days ago. How is it a dry cleaning business now? But anyway, but then Chipotle came along and did it for like the fast casual uh, uh, Mexican or Tex-Mex. Panera killed it with like their little Mediterranean, uh, you know, baked good fusion. Where's the hibachi equivalent where I can just pop in at lunch, get a quick hibachi to go? Everyone would love it. It's a huge, oh, we, idea. we
2: got those in Nashville. What are they what are oh, talking about? A drive-thru, yeah. You can literally drive through and get the hibachi rice, they got the vegetables, the all sauce. that stuff. It probably, yeah, you get the, the uh. What they call it, the uh yum yum sauce, yum-yum all that. Sauce. You can get the Man, whole deal. Yeah. Matter of fact, y'all I'm about to go get some right <laughs> after we get
4: done. Sounds hey, worth bro. the trip. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, <laughs> sir.
2: So I told you it came on
1: stage and then I told you the Olympics are starting. So at the end of the show, we have a relevant podcast Olympics, the debut edition. We're gonna do it once every four years, Relevant Podcast Olympics. <laughs> Coming up at the end of the show.
0: Derek, you just guess Tanya Harding. You know, just go with
1: that. <laughs> no, it's not trivia. No trivia. No trivia. It's not trivia. It's Olympics. Think about it. The Olympics are, are are competitions of strength, dexterity, creativity, agility, speed. Man, Tyler.
0: Running in a straight
1: it's line. Up. It's coming up. <laughs> I know he got some craziness. Quiznos is the Pauly Shore of
4: fast casual. One day... <laughs> it's just everywhere every what? movie e- Pauly, Pauly Shore, Shore was just everywhere he's the biggest comedy star it was like just ripping him off just classic after classic and then all of a sudden you turn around what happened to Pauly Shore he's just a- gone he was Adam on in that was in Adam, yeah. just Adam Sandler happened yeah it, it, what I'm saying how did he just vanish same thing happened to Quiznos very very disturbing <laughs> very,
1: very
2: disturbing very concerned.
1: okay stay tuned up next it's Slices You're listening to Lainey. The song is up to me. Well, today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from being happy or achieving your goals or keeping you from experiencing peace? Well, with the heaviness of all that's happening in our world, it can be difficult to find purpose and joy. And that's why there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment. You can start communicating in under 24 hours and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you can send a message to your counselor anytime. To top it all off, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We want you to start living a happier life today as a relevant podcast listener. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com relevant. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com relevant. Okay, it's time for Slices! What do you have, Jesse? All right. So I have a, a,
4: a story kind of from the the TV world that I think brings up like an interesting dilemma that, you know, we're, we're kind of finding ourselves in with all these big streaming outlets and all this money kind of pouring into kind of new original content. Every outlet seems to want to try to get a leg up. And one recent trend that we've seen is, you know, and this kind of honestly, it started sort of in podcast true crime um, where you know, there will be kind of this newsworthy event. And suddenly it kind of takes on narrative form and kind of gets repurposed. The, the, so you guys remember at the beginning of the pandemic we went; everyone was in Tiger King fever mm-hmm. and everyone was watching Tiger King. Um, well, it, at the time it seemed like a really great idea to start the movie adaptations right away. And two miniseries adaptations with a significant budget uh, began pre-production. One will star Kate McKenna as Carol Baskin. She's sort of leading the that one. The other one is a miniseries series um that uh, originally it was looking like amazon was going to produce and it great. was going to star nick cage as joe exotic now i i like kate so mckenna I, uh, you know terrible like,
1: casting by the way but it would be so bad i can't i can't i can't exactly. wait to see, uh, yeah.
4: I, you know honestly i would watch a tiger king adaptation where nick cage plays every role including the tigers <laughs> i would watch that david okay?
1: spades should be the tiger king
4: he he does he did, they do look similar like a joe dirt kind of the thing the
1: joe dirt kind of vibe yeah i can't uh, see nick cage like getting into character fully but yeah, but, but, that,
4: but that would be like I said, they need to just do one that's just like absurdist high art where he plays literally every role, including <laughs> all the live tigers. Like I would watch that Nicolas Cage movie,
3: uh, but
4: uh, <laughs> they should have just gone that direction. It was like that weird Bob Dylan biopic where they just like had random actors play him as like a boy, even though he was being played by, you know, like Kate Blanchett or something like they yeah. should have just gone weird and just made people deal with it. Well, it looks like they're pulling the plug on that Tiger King uh, um, uh, miniseries. And Nicolas Cage did an interview with Variety, and he gave a very interesting reason. And I think the reason, honestly... It, it's, it, it kind of shows just how short attention spans have gotten, especially when it comes to content that was hyper-prestige and really swept culture. I mean, Tiger King just became part of the lexicon yeah. for a short period, yeah. but this quote really demonstrates how like content cycles have just shifted so dramatically, and our ability to kind of retain, not just like memory of, but kind of sort of like cultural capital in franchises has shifted really dramatically because as soon as the new new thing hits five new things are right behind it. Here's what Nicholas Cage said to Variety. We should be we should clear the record. I read two excellent scripts which I did think were excellent, but I think Amazon ultimately felt like it was material that had become past tense because it took so long for it to come together. In reality, in the entertainment it's been a year. That's not that long for it to come together. They felt at one point it was lightning in a bottle, but that point has since faded into the distance, and it's no longer relevant. To me, That this is really fascinating, because it wasn't that long ago when something newsworthy would happen, and you know, the, the movie version would be three or four years down the road, and people would right. still care. Clint Eastwood, the latter half of his career it was American Sniper, or you know, some of these ripped from the headlines. You also saw it with Tom Hanks with Captain and Phillips or uh, mm-hmm. you know the 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 kind of string of 9/11 movies you know there used to be this cultural tension span where something newsworthy could kind of capture just the interest of of the the content consuming public and they would have patience for it to be told in a long form new interesting way I honestly don't think this is just isolated to something like Tiger King I honestly think that the the way that we kind of consume uh, uh, true, stories in media is going to be altered pretty dramatically just because our cultural attention span, especially for newsworthy stuff, has become so short. We're constantly inundated with kind of the new trending thing. I, I kind of think, honestly, the only way this is going to work going forward is like, well, like remember that this is a d- deep reference, but when Arrested Development, they did like Scandal Makers, like the Bluth family story, and they made like mm-hmm. a series as the scandal was playing out. I honestly think that's the only way this is going to work anymore, because I don't think people really have the attention to go revisit, you know, rip from the headline stuff anymore.
2: But guys, I mean, we're not talking about 9-11. We're not talking about like pirates hijacking a boat. We're talking about a weird guy with a tiger farm. Like, so it's like, like, I, I, I kind of see why the world kind of moved on cuz i honestly feel like tiger king was just our uh our cuffing season you ever heard of cuffing season so cuffing mm-hmm. season is like you're with a person just because it's cold and you know you know what i'm saying like it's just like that's it was a it was tiger king was a moment of convenience for us like we were locked down there was nothing else to do and there's this weird thing about this guy with the tiger and and his battle with carol baskin you know what i mean i, I don't like so i, I, I don't know man I, I honestly like looking back i think tiger king is one of those moments where it's like dang i can't believe we dated that person you know what i'm saying like i don't know if it was <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe that became a cultural moment like it didn't really feel that deep in hindsight okay. oh, you know i what have i maybe have, I've, you know i might be a little bit you might be right i yeah. have we considered this though you know when you
1: you're going to break up with somebody and you don't want to hurt their feelings so you're like hey it's not you it's me. You know what I mean? It's like you pity the person. Uh-huh. You're you're like you don't want to hurt them more than you need to. All right. Have we considered the fact that they started shooting this? And the people behind the scenes who thought it was a great idea, a marketable idea to cast Nicolas Cage in this role.
2: Hey, you gonna get off Nicolas Cage, bro. Nicolas Cage is the greatest the actor work, of our time, bro. Starting
1: to see what Nick Cage is doing to the role. And they're just like, you know what? We got to pull the plug on this thing. This is horrible. Who's going to tell him? I am going to tell him. How about this? Well, see, the headlines have moved on, and we're, we've decided
3: to, it's
4: not you; it's us. Well, there, it's interesting you say that because that that happens in it. Uh, you know, Seth Rogen just released this, uh, like, memoir where he just told – and it's great because it just tells, like, awkward stories from interacting with weird people in Hollywood. Like, it's not a traditional memoir. Like, he really <laughs> dishes. But he's got this great anecdote about two different occasions where he was, inviting, he was invited to meetings with Nicolas Cage. One was, like, a formal meeting. One was a dinner. And both times, Nicolas Cage just used the meeting and, like, the the, the setup of, hey, let's talk about some roles – to kind of accuse Seth Rogen of stealing some of Nicolas Cage's ideas. And when Seth Rogen denied it, Nicolas Cage would just get up without saying anything, even at a dinner or a business meeting and just walk away. And Seth Rogen's (laughs) like, here's the thing. I feel like this happens to Nicolas Cage a lot. He gets burned by Hollywood people. And he has just learned to not deal with the conflict or awkwardness he was like, I never even knew it's possible to deal with a tense situation by just standing up and walking away and never addressing it.
3: Bad respect to Nick
4: Cage, but I think it does validate that theory, Cameron.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is bad, but I don't want to be the one to tell him. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he's doing a press tour, like, I was great. So yeah. the situation is that y'all aren't interested anymore, so, oh well.
2: Nicholas Cage is the greatest actor of our time. Oh, come on. Oh, my word. All right, what do you have in Jamie?
0: All right, we're doing Olympics, right? So I yep. think it, we should bring Olympics stories every single week until the Olympics are over. Uh, okay, so Norway's handball team. Uh, Jess, you think you could be on the handball team? I I don't even I don't handball's if
4: you, no joke. If I had to reconstruct the handball game in my mind, I don't even know what it would look like. I know Rocket, it, involves it looks like football. racquetball. It's but with, with the bare hand. But the answer is, is of course, yes, Jamie.
3: With two, <laughs> of weeks, course, yes. With two weeks, two weeks <laughs> of casual training. I can easily <laughs> play. <Exactly>. I could <laughs> easily
4: play for the Norwegian team. You'll scan the rule very book confident. the first week. I watch a couple YouTube kill. videos. Get that cool yeah. glove. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Norway's handball team uh, has been fined because they didn't want to play in bikinis. Oh wow! You heard me correct. So the European Handball Federation has thrown the book at the Norway's women's team because of improper clothing and the improper clothing was wearing shorts instead of the regulation bikini bottoms. This is true for handball for handball. Mm -hmm.
1: So they were all I'm really fact checking you because I you think I'm wrong. No, no, no. I I scanned the headline and saw the word beach in the headline, so I thought it was the beach volleyball team uh-huh. took this stand, and it was that. Uh-huh. But it's Norway's women's beach handball team. You're it's right. Just, I don't see the stupid. word beach anywhere in my article. Uh, There's a whole bunch of articles. What's beach handball? I don't even know how you play handball. We got regular handball and now we do it on a beach. It's on sand. It's on a sand course. You can see the picture right there. Maybe I don't understand what
4: handball is.
1: (laughs) Women's beach (laughs) handball team fine for wearing shorts instead of a traditional like bathing suit, beach outfit. So it's like the difference between like indoor volleyball and beach volleyball. They have beach handball apparently.
0: Okay. Doesn't
1: make sense to me at all. It still doesn't make any sense. Do the men's
4: team have to wear Speedos?
0: No, the men's team um, can actually play in shorts.
1: So that's what they're supposed to look like. It's like a beach volleyball outfit. Do you see that? Yeah. Okay, that's that's beach handball. It's a bigger ball. Yeah, that's
0: the picture right there. Yeah. Okay, so Jesse, the men's handball team have no such rules, and they're allowed to compete in shorts as long as four inches above the knee. Women, however, are not allowed to wear bottoms that cover more than 10 centimeters of their butts.
3: (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. I'm quoting
0: directly from the article. It says, when asked why this rule exists, a spokesperson for the International Handball Federation said she didn't know. She said, we're looking into it internally. That's all she said. And so the Norway team had been planning to compete in these shorts for several weeks. They hope that the fine draws attention to the double standard in the sport. So there's that, guys.
2: It's like they just did not get the memo that we're in 2021 and this and it's not even
0: like shorts it's bike shorts i mean you know that's what they want to play in are these
2: bike shorts which exactly like it doesn't make it like let them play in what they want to play in i don't i don't this is yeah this
1: team this team handball game sport jesse is totally different than what you and i were envisioning it's like a uh little baby soccer field with soccer nets on the beach and and you have a ball the size of a smaller than a basketball that you can palm and you yeah. like throw it kind of lacrosse slash football style. So it's like
0: a little dodgeball as well. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I guess <laughs> or soccer, but you know, using, you know, the opposite of your feet. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's weird. I've never heard of this. Sport this is in my what you got to watch it. This is the stuff that comes on at two in the morning on NBC mm-hmm. Seven yes. to like, you know, to but, but like watch the, the, the. Yeah,
4: but the 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 uniform requirement is seems preposterous. It's like a Quagmire from Family Guy running the uniform rules. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like what a weirdo. Why are the Olympics enforcing this insane? Like, it's just, let's just be honest. Dumb. It's creepy. It's creepy that they would require athletes to make this, uh, uh you know, weird concession with, with But uniform. it's the
2: same thing with black women's hair. There was this cap on the swim team yeah, where black women right. were wearing that were natural hair. And it's like, it's a swim cap, guys. Yeah. Like, why in the world? I know rules are rules. But when it's a stupid rule, we should be able to change it on the fly. Like, yeah. bikinis or shower caps. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. If somebody wants to, if, if like, if they did de- if they deemed that the swimming attire gave it, you know, was the most competitive advantage for flexibility. And that's why they did that. If a team wants to wear shorts and stuff that would be deemed less, you know, uh, you know, or more cumbersome or whatever. Right. And that gives them a disadvantage. You should let them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, their I choice. think where you, if somebody's trying to do something to give them an advantage, I think you'd have to bar that. But this
2: isn't a giving them an advantage. It's just covering more of their body. I mean, yeah. they're not putting human growth hormone into the shorts. Like, you know what I mean? It's not steroids at
0: least, yeah.
2: Like, I guess that's what it they is. Just maybe they're higher up more
0: of their butts than 10 c- yeah, centimeters. Maybe, maybe, and maybe, you know what? Then, let women do that. Let the
1: women team cover their would be butts. Be the only athletes without butt sunburns, <laughs> and so that would give them an advantage. So you got to prevent that.
2: Let so. women cover their butts. Twenty twenty one. That is the go. new. That is the new slogan. I agree. That's a t-shirt right there. All right, Derek. What do you have? Um. So congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks, mm. who have not won a uh, championship. They said fifty years, over mm-hmm. fifty years since Kareem and Oscar oh. Robertson. Well. Right. I just found out today that uh they have a minority owner who is a black female, and she is the first black female uh minority minority owner and an NBA champion. So, mm-hmm. but then I started diving into her name is uh Valerie Daniels Carter. So I started diving into her and I'm like, Wow, how did she get there? What did she do? So she started owning uh back in 2014. Um, and she said there was no Deer District, there was no Fiser Forum, there was nothing. So this was back when the Bucks were down bad. This is before Giannis. They were not valuable. And they yeah. were not valuable at all. She gets in there perennial. She loser. gets a minority stake, yeah. right? And now look, NBA champion. But what's crazy is I start diving into her company, V and J Holdings. Let me tell you some of the stuff she's invested in: Hagen dazs like as a owner, Pizza yeah. Hut, the coffee beanery. And Aunt Annie's, so Auntie Anne's, so like she's she's loaded. Do you see Quiznos yeah. on there anywhere?
3: Is yeah, Quiznos, on the,
0: cool. she,
3: uh, she, no, Quizno's on the list. no Quiznos not on the list. Thank God. God. Like, perfect yeah,
2: time. yeah. yeah. She, she got she, she, she was wanting not to Quiznos. jump into the Quiznos. Right, she put the big short there. But. but Derek,
1: think about what your investment advice usually is. Is like uh, invest in what you know, like Absolutely. in brands that you use. Absolutely. So think about it. This she loves her pretzels. Yep. She loves her Clark. pizza. She yeah. loves her basketball. Yep. <laughs> she, She's like, I'm putting
2: my money where I enjoy it. I'm going to, hey, that's what it her, is. Man. Like, I, yeah. And I thought that was, I thought that was just amazing, especially just during this time, just seeing a, a, a black female uh, be an owner of an NBA championship team. Like, Especially when there's not a lot of minority ownership In much of anything I thought that was pretty interesting So man, Absolutely. shout out to Valerie That's Shout out to V&J Holders I'm about to go get me some uh, Pizza Hut right now You feel me? With the stuff crust Well, I, probably Hibachi and then Pizza Hut I'm going to be fat by the end of the day Alright, stay
1: tuned up next Kev on stage joins us So tell me how could I ever turn
3: away from you
1: You're listening to Hillsong Young and Free. The song is phenomena da, da. It's their new single that is blowing up on the worship scene. Well, today's show is also brought to you by WeShare. I know we're all tired of the rising costs of healthcare. That's why we're so happy to share a little bit about We Share. We Share is a health sharing program powered by UHSM, who you know, a Christian health sharing ministry. Health sharing is not insurance. These programs are member-based fellowships where faithful people exercise their right to take charge of their own healthcare. Learn more about how WeShare is restoring faith in healthcare at WeShare.org. That's W-E-S-H-A-R-E.org. I can tell you right now, they're awesome. Well, our guest today is Kev on stage. He's made Quite a name for himself on social media, creating hilarious content that blends faith, family, and overall relatable life situations. Now, while social media is his main platform, he's also written, directed, and produced for TV and film. He's helped grow a media company that's produced some pretty entertaining podcasts. And he helped create the Real Comedians of Social Media Worldwide tour. He owns his own soundstage. He has a subscription service for original content man is a mogul and he's absolutely hilarious we sat down with him to talk about his success on social media and what sets him apart from other comedians here's part of our conversation with kev on stage
5: i never seen no mma fighter speaking tongues
2: it was a grind
4: to get here but here you are how you feeling
2: first i gotta give a shout out and talk to my god first before i even talk to man secondly i feeling
5: great man that was good good clean tongue and he got hands come on man you don't want to see that man he speak to god in public he talking about fighting principalities you here trying to punch me i'm sending angels down
6: do you think that as you've, because uh, it's been kind of interesting to watch your career grow because it's growing in this way that a lot of people who are who are known for being funny on social is growing in your, and you're expanding in some really fun and really exciting ways. But it kind of feels to me like in a lot of ways, you're in uncharted territory. I can't think of anybody who's ever quite had the exact same career path that you have, but I, I might be off there. Maybe you know
5: about something that I don't. I think there's elements of what I'm doing that's been done before, but not quite exactly the same way. I feel like you know now it's you know it's extenuating circumstances. I want to make creative stuff. I want to make movie quality stuff, but
6: uh-huh.
5: I'm not really in Hollywood like that. Yeah. So what are my wow. options? I want to make TV shows, but again, I went and tried to pitch them. Like I want people to know, I tried to play the game the way the game was designed.
3: Uh-huh.
5: I had zero success. So I'm like, okay, well, shoot, I'll make it myself then. So. Um, In that sense, like Issa Rae, she had awkward black girl, so she made that. Sure, and then she's bl- blossomed like crazy into traditional media. You yeah, know, she's a star. She's a star, but she's not still um, the same star she was. She's a traditional, bona fide Hollywood star now.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah,
5: you know, whereas I am still largely unknown in Hollywood but largely known on social media or the internet.
6: Do you think like as you've as you've done more of this and you've seen more of the industry and seen some of the roadblocks, is it a thing where you start to understand why those roadblocks are there? Do you feel like you understand the industry now or do you think it's just these old people who are kind of addicted to the same old crap and don't know how to get out of their their rhythms and their routines?
5: Sometimes complacency breeds contempt, you know. Sure. Remember the Wayne Brothers said some of their best work was early in their career when they didn't have access to resources or money. Huh. Yeah. And they had to work, yeah, small and creative, like, okay, what can we make with what we have? And sometimes when you have access to everything, it's just like, well, shoot, I don't know what to do because I can mm-hmm. do anything. When you can do anything, where do you start to do something? But when you know what you can't do, you're like, okay, well, I can't do this or that, so what can I do? You know, And that's kind of how it, it's worked for me so far. Captain's Log. It's 446 (laughs) Eastern Time. I was coming to visit my mother for Mother's Day. Church was two and a half hours long. I didn't know we still church that long, but they do.
3: Yes, God.
5: We continue to just... Let the Spirit... God heard us. He heard us around 12.05. But we was like, nah, we'll be here till 2.30, just (laughs) to make sure that God heard us.
6: With so many people out there right now, like there's there's just flooded with content creators people a lot of whom are are trying to do similar things to what you're doing or who now are copying what you're doing in some cases why do you have any theories about why you connected what is what is working for you hmm i don't know
5: really maybe yeah i don't know i mean <laughs> maybe it's because i have that like everyday guy type of thing uh-huh. a lot of my family i mean a lot of my fans have watched, if you've been a fan for a long time, you literally watched the growth from when Mm -hmm. I started in Washington, to with my sons, to Playmakers, to moving to LA. You know, you've watched it happen kind of in real time. And I think people, you know, you love to root for somebody, basically an underdog.
6: It's been interesting to watch kind of what you're talking about, the really slickly produced, super high budget stuff just sometimes doesn't feel like it's It doesn't feel as real or as authentic as the stuff that you're putting out there and that what you're doing does feel more like, oh, this this feels relatable to me. This is something that I can laugh at because I can live that and it doesn't feel quite as sticky sweet. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah, I I totally agree. I feel like that's part of the thing. And that's just honestly from like, I didn't have access to the high quality stuff. I mean, I had a nice camera, but you know, a lot of times you got to have the right lenses and all that stuff to make it work. And when I saw that people didn't care nearly as much about the quality, I found out that the speed and the relevance was much more important. So mm-hmm. I just focused on that. And then when mm-hmm. you're now, when you're watching movies and TVs, there's a certain amount of production quality that you are familiar with. So now that I'm on the app and, you know, producing Keep Your Distance and things like that, I definitely want to make people feel like, oh man, this is the quality that I'm used to. But on social media, I feel like people are just you know, I don't really take myself too seriously. I know a lot of times people are just watching me before they go in the house after a long day at work on their lunch break. So I just want to give them a quick laugh for the couple of minutes that I have of their attention. And they're not like, man, if he would have had a jib shot, this would be perfect. You know, like most people aren't thinking like that.
6: Brands seem like they're kind of confused now. Like they don't know what to do with this anymore. They're like, well, we tried and we spent millions of dollars and it hasn't improved our lives anyway. So it's kind of back to people like you who are, are not, you're not working for Nike or you're not working for any sort of like weird fast food company. You just get to do your own thing.
5: Yeah. And that's honestly, man, people, you know, Dave Chappelle said this, he said success. Well, he was asking his, his uh, dad, would you think of, person who's a teacher is successful and he was like yeah they make at the time I believe 30 grand a year Mm -hmm. so Dave Chappelle was like if I can make 30 grand a year take up telling jokes that would be success to me and that's kind of how I categorize what I do I just want to be able to do what I love and help other people do what they love it's never been about getting rich or making a lot of money in fact the more money I make the more I can help other people and reach out and work with other people and make it worth their while. So I'm not like sitting here hoarding. I'm like, okay, now I got this little bit of money. Let me fly this person in and put them up in a hotel and treat them to a great experience as opposed to now I can do X, Y, and Z and, you know, buy a chain or, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever I totally really people will try to buy. Like I'm like, okay, now I can make a movie and hire this many people. And that's kind of how I have like, always looked at it.
1: Kev on stage. Do yourself a favor and follow that man on Instagram and Twitter. It is a good follow. And you can see more of our interview with him over at relevantmagazine.com. All right, stay tuned. It's time for the Olympics.
6: This week on Relevant Recommends, we're talking about White Lotus, Mike White's new HBO Max series, about the staff and the guests at a fancy Hawaii resort, and how no attempt at the perfect getaway is truly perfect. Read all about it at relevantmagazine.com.
1: You're listening to Chet Faker. The song is It's Not You. Well, today's episode is brought to you by podcast creation platform, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. There are custom tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and every major platform. The cool thing is you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, it is time for... The Relevant Podcast Olympic Games. Every four years, top athletes from all over the world convene to unite the globe in feats of physical prowess, mental determination, and emotional fortitude. We, on The Relevant Podcast, also believe in unifying the globe in our own way, which is why we will be bringing you the inaugural Relevant Podcast Olympic Games. Uh, Three world-class contestants from the Lone Star State, The Volunteer State and the problematically named Old Dominion State of Virginia will compete (laughs) in three events that will test their skill. We're a commonwealth, by the way, Tyler, a commonwealth, get it right. Speed and strength to the max, determining which is our gold medal winner and relevant podcast Olympic champion. We have three games, three rounds, three competitions for y'all. One will be a skill, one will be speed. And uh, the final one will be strength. Okay, so how
0: are we doing this? No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'll
1: read you the rules. All right. Challenge one. The first competition is the internet scavenger hunt. This is the skill portion of the Olympics. The internet scavenger hunt. So bring up your web browser, if you will, okay. uh, to your contestants. So here's <laughs> here's what we're gonna do for this one. I'm gonna say a random fact or item that you can find on the internet you all i will say go you all will go and then the first person to answer me you know bring bring me the information that we're looking for will win that round i have a few of them so we'll ultimately at the end of it you know there will be a winner of this category so uh okay you got your browsers ready ready okay ready. so tell me the first line of the sixth Verse of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. The first line of the sixth verse of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah.
4: I didn't even know there were six verses in Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah.
1: <laughs> what did he say? The what? The first said, line of the sixth verse of Leonard sixth Cohen's Hallelujah. Verse? Uh-huh.
4: Now I've done my best and I know it wasn't much. Yes, that's right. I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch... I've told the truth and didn't care. This is a very odd line. I can see why I cut it from the final song. I can see why I can see why the Jeff Buckley
1: version does not contain this song. Now I've done my best. I know it wasn't much. Jesse gets the point. All right. Yeah, we yeah. have two more in this in this uh, part of the competition. Ready? Two more. Here <laughs> we go. How many episodes of Seinfeld does Wayne Knight appear in? Newman, the, the the post office worker. How many episodes of Seinfeld does Wayne Knight appear in?
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna while I'm googling, I'm gonna throw out the guess that he appeared in ninety-seven episodes.
1: No, forty eight. bit close. close, but no. <clears throat> I I got forty eight too. I got forty eight as well. Okay, so according to Tyler, it's 45. So I don't know if if he's wrong, which is probable if all three of you have a different answer. So if the correct answer is 48. We are we're using
0: the internet. Is he still in Paris?
2: No, he's back in the US, but he Tyler Tyler jet-lagged. did this Tyler did this off some dinner wine.
0: Yeah, (laughs) not even lunch wine. (laughs) All right, last
1: one. Uh, I'm going to just say that's a draw because I don't know if any of y'all were actually right. So last one in this round. Here it is. Tell me, browsers ready, this year's Olympic mascot in Tokyo is Muretowa. Muretowa. What is his unique superpower? The Olympic mascot in Tokyo, what is the mascot's unique superpower?
4: Instantly Teleport.
1: Yeah, teleportation. That's right, Jesse. Jesse won that round, going away. Yeah. He got congratulations. Both correct answers. All right, I didn't know
0: mascots had superpowers.
1: So, I think the character backstory is what we're more referring to, not the actual furry guy in a furry suit. So, ah, yeah. okay. I'm going to
4: throw this out there too olympics don't need a mascot okay like <laughs> what? Ne- like they're always weird nobody cares no one remembers other they than they are I always remember people, weird and they were uh, the only thing everyone remembers a mascot. remember when everyone was mad at that weird olympic mascot like i don't remember what it was i think he was sort of some bubble man but uh no one liked it i remember that like that is the story with every mascot just no mascots olympics oh.
1: all right this one is going to be individual like you know um you know, I'm going to give you. So this is the speed portion. Okay, it's called speed read. It's challenge two. Each contestant will receive a category, and I'll give you 15 seconds to name as many things in that category as you can. Okay, so each of you will have two rounds of this, and then Clark will help me average the scores of whoever got the most. Not average, but uh, I guess we'll just add them.
4: I just want to note one thing. On the official yeah. Olympics website, it says this about that mascot. Yeah, Uh, he has a strong sense of integrity and and a special power to instantly teleport. I would hope. He, it, do we have non integritus mascots? Is it worth noting? Like, I'm just assuming the mascot for the Olympics has integrity. Do we have to put? By the way, he's integritus as part Jesse, of his I think description.
1: It's, I, I think it's just to clarify so in case anybody was thinking he was going to go do bad stuff by teleporting like into the bank vault and out. No, no, no. This he has integrity. He wouldn't. I do got integrity.
2: Like that. To I definitely would teleport into a bank vault. I ain't lie. <laughs> but it's like,
1: like saying, don't worry, the
4: Olympic mascot would never lie to you about anything. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> can we... are our mascots that do lie he would yeah, never I, touch that yeah. Yeah. it's not like that, sh- that shady Barcelona mascot he had no integrity none <laughs> <laughs> that right, shady bear read. from Barcelona yeah.
1: speed read we will go in random order okay so up first Jamie in no. 15 seconds tell me as many of these as you can ready Clark are you ready with the timer yep all right you're the timer guy all right i'll count you time here we go 15 seconds tell us as many countries as you can go countries uh
0: united states canada mexico el salvador uh spain italy france uh brazil um ecuador uh uh um ethiopia kenya uganda south africa
1: uh, I'm going to give her, tw- tw- <laughs> she stopped right in between 12 and 13. I'm going to give her 12 complete answers.
2: Hey, let's go, Jamie. I hear you with that. i say, <laughs> You feel me? Hey, and y'all, that was y'all,
1: listening. y'all listening. Y'all yeah. listening. You can play at home. See how many can you be Jamie's 12 countries? Okay. Uh, Derek. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no, gosh. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Tyler wrote this. 15 seconds. List as many as you can. U.S. presidents go
2: Theodore Roosevelt, uh, Alexander Hamilton, Andrew Johnson, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, uh, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, FDR. Nine. Nine. Nine.
4: All right. Jesse. Hold on, one more quick thing. The Olympic website describes the mascot as this. This is odd, too. Okay? This is this is very strange. The mascot... This is from the official Olympics. You guys have got me on this now. It says the mascot is... cheer. Listen to how this is phrased. Is cheerful and remarkably athletic as far as Olympic mascots go. Okay. Okay, Tokyo. We see what you're doing. You're, you're calling all the other mascots none not athletic because... As far as Olympic mascots go, this one is remarkably athletic, all right? And <laughs> He's cheerful.
1: pretty good looking for a fat guy. Yeah, you know, I was like gonna say, yeah, this yeah. is
4: some real shade that Tokyo's yeah. taken. Remarkably athletic, as far as Olympic mascots go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> what was that necessary? You could have just said, Hey, it's cheerful, remarkably athletic. You didn't have to throw in because you know those other mascots weren't competing. You know, like as far as they go, it's a pretty low bar, but I think we crossed it remarkably. Well you know, all right,
1: speed anyway. portion. Here we go, all Jesse. Right, sorry, You're sorry. up sorry. in fifteen seconds. Clark's ready. Tell us as many as you can. Fast food restaurants. Fast food restaurants.
4: Okay. McDonald's, go. McDonald's, Taco Bell, Arby's, Wendy's, Burger King, Jack in the Box, um uh uh Chick-fil-A, um uh firehouse subs, uh Quiznos, um uh In and Out,
1: Dairy Queen. Does Quiznos count?
3: (laughs) You just said they don't exist
1: anymore. (laughs) Hold on. Clark, I need you to fact check. Does Quiznos exist? Are they in business or did (laughs) just the Virginia franchisee go out of business?
0: There's a Quiznos in my town. So
1: they are. It's definitely a money (laughs) laundering operation. I don't (laughs) (laughs) mean. It's it's like a
4: Walt White situation with a car wash happening. I guarantee
1: you that. Uh, So, Jesse, since we have verified that Quiznos does exist, you have 10. So uh, right now, Jamie's in the lead with 12. Uh, Jesse's got 10 and Derek's got nine. Okay, Jamie, you're up. A speed f- round again? F- uh, yeah, speed portion. This is okay. speed read. Exact same thing, just a different topic. Here you go. 15 seconds. Clark, you ready? Mm-hmm. Jamie, cartoon characters. Um,
0: Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, um, Daffy Duck, uh, Yosemite Sam. um, um <laughs> Wow, um, <laughs> goofy um I uh Thomas the train um stop
1: <laughs> we, we got we eight we, we. She got eight <laughs> A, when you at like Yosemite,
0: Sam,
4: like <laughs> after five, I was like, "She's, she's in trouble. She is in like trouble. She's I'm down.
2: She's, she's down, bad guys. <laughs> yeah, she did she's did, down, bad guys. She <laughs> uh, no, didn't think of Bugs Bunny. Or <laughs> llevar, or, or, or like she's she she's already cut. in the deep cuts, guys.
0: <laughs> oh, and I did just watch that dumb Space Jam with my kids. <laughs> yeah, that remarkably cheerful and athletic living man.
4: Not like those others. Yeah. All right. Not that non-integritous one from a few
1: years ago in Sochi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Derek, you're up. Here we go. 15 seconds. How many did I get? Uh, eight. I, d- eight. I said it eight. out loud. Yeah, I think okay. it was eight.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Um, okay, you're up, Derek. Here we go. 15 seconds
2: on the clock. Olympic events. Go. Jesus. Snowboarding. Uh, oh, yeah. Gliding. Of. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> running, <it>? track, <laughs> uh, hurdles, <laughs> diving, swimming, <laughs> uh, uh, basketball, uh, handball, uh, d- time. D- time. surfing. Seven, uh, seven. seven. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: giving you. What is gliding? I, you didn't name the actual events of like yeah, the hundred meter dash. You just, hum- dash. just, you just said running, but I'll <laughs> <be running. laughs> <Just laughs> uh-huh. yeah, give you Just
3: Human motion. Gliding. Running. I literally just said <laughs> arm, that I did not arm, watch arm the Olympics. From- yeah. Arm raises with heavy things. In it them. It's lifting, that lifting things! I'm lifting I'm things! Projecting <laughs> objects from
2: an open hand. <laughs> what is I've seen, seen it. You li- I literally just told you that I don't watch
1: the Olympics.
2: <laughs> All right, Jesse. All right, how many was that?
1: Eight, I think I said. Seven. I think that was but, but, seven. Uh, but if, to be seven. fair, seven. running if we count is, is like 15. <laughs> <It's> gliding, like, <laughs> yeah, gliding was not even. Yeah, but gliding, like, could be, gliding, could be, like, <laughs> gliding could be. Gliding could be. i don't know. Gliding could be any one. Any one? <laughs> no, no,
3: Derek,
4: Playing chess. Well, we're playing checkers. Because running is like 10 events. Gliding is any event on ice or snow. Any event on ice or snow, technically, they're gliding. So oh. they thank you, Jesse.
2: Thank yeah, you, was, Jesse. I appreciate smart that. Thank you, Jesse. You're right. Absolutely. Gliding. Hey,
4: Bobsled, Bobsled, and that's gliding. My,
1: what, how else would you describe that? Sliding? He said he said bobsled, and then he said. Gliding, I think mean, you're just thinking of going down mountains. Like I can fly down, I can What I'm saying, saying is, he checked like 30 boxes with one word. Oh,
4: that's kind of you guys kind of gliding down those the ski mount, Guys
1: who jump off the ramp, they kind of glide yeah. down. Yeah, you know, alien, man, I'm like, I don't know. What, bro. What's the I'm curling? Trying.
4: Curling? You could say gliding makes more sense to call curling than curling. Like True. curling True. Tells me not curling. But if you're like, and that's gliding, what I
2: meant in my head. That's what I meant. No lie. Because if oh. you're like, hey,
4: I, I'm I'm in the gliding competition. I automatically think, well, that sounds like a big stone on ice. That's exactly what the event is. That's exactly is. what it Curly is. Totally yeah. tells me nothing.
2: That's exactly what it is. It makes sense. All right,
1: Jesse. Um, okay, here you go. Uh, 15 seconds on the clock. Name as many of you as you can. Mythical creatures. Go.
4: Dragons, unicorns, krakens, um, uh, oh, elves, trolls, um, uh, 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 uh What's Mister Tumnus? The the ha- Minotaurs, um, uh, hobbits, uh, wizards. Time um,
2: it's eight. That's, that's pretty that's good. good. Man. Yeah, a no. wizard wow. and a mythical creature. It's a wizard down the street. <clears throat>
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> can you do real magic?
1: Because yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, Clark, can you add those up? I hate What's to tell a, You Derek. got eight.
4: What's the score? Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm terrible at math, but Jesse got eighteen. Okay. Uh, so, 18, and
1: Derek, you have 16, and then oh. Jamie has I she, 20. I think she won. There you go. Jamie's the winner. i Jamie's won, winner. I won. Oh my gosh, I've the never speed won. speed portion. Okay. <laughs> she says, oh my gosh, I've never won. <laughs> Jesse won the skill portion, and Jamie won the speed portion. So, Derek, it's up to you, man. This is the strength portion. Hey, look, okay? bro, I'm
2: going to let y'all know I'm probably going to lose, but let's go. Okay, so it's called Screaming Viking,
1: and this is the final Olympic. Oh, I know I'm going to lose. Screaming Viking. Uh, I will name an item, and each of you must do your best impersonation of that item. I will then judge you, rank you, score you based on your performance, closeness to the actual item, and... This is key. Enthusiasm. So, you know, in like figure skating and (sighs) gymnastics floor routines, there's a lot of factors. It's not just technical. It's also creativity. It's also, you know, when the judge is over. Okay. Whoever has the highest score will win. Now you will both have two or you'll both have three opportunities. So it'll be three scores added up. Uh, Clark help me out with that. Okay. Here we go. Derek, you're up first. Here's what we want to hear. A powerlifter doing his heaviest deadlift yet.
2: <laughs> Yo. You ready? Yeah. Yo. All right. Power- I've never seen powerlifting before. But here, let me go.
5: <laughs> okay.
2: All was good, Derek. Go. Good enthusiasm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out of, 10,
1: out of 10, out of 10, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go seven point eight on that. You I think, suck. We, got wow. I, I, I think we got some room. I we got some room. I'm not gonna be like the NBA dunk competition guys who's just throwing out tens left and right. Yeah. <laughs> You, gotta, you, gotta, start you, gotta, you gotta, gotta start somewhere. You gotta earn right. Gotta start but somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Next thing
4: you know, Blake Griffin's jumping over a Kia, and everyone acts like it's all cool. It's like, okay, it's a Kia. It's not that big, all right. Like, there's guys at my rec center that I'm pretty confident can do that. Blake let's 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 slow down. Let's slow down the, the fan parade here. Throw 360 in there, then we can talk. All right, go ahead.
1: All right, a uh, Jesse, you're up. Here we go. All right, screaming Viking, a pole vaulter. Setting a new Olympic record. Now, remember, the pole vault starts and, sh- and they run holding the javelin stick or whatever. So you got the full thing. The pole vaulter setting a new Olympic record. Go ahead.
4: Hogan! <laughs> no, I just <laughs> I mean, honestly, who knows? Uh, and then they fling their body up. Okay, okay, go ahead. Ready? Running, pull, running, vaulter. Running, running, running. Everyone's watching. Oh my gosh. Uh, here we go. Oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Oh, I made it. That's even surprised wow. me. That even surprised me. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Jesse. Very uh, chatty, pole vaulter. <laughs> Riddled with anxiety. Riddled with Judges anxiety. are
1: deliberating. 7.2. Oh, man. You guys what are ground rip-off. to make up. All right. Jay, you're up. Here we go a basketball coach whose team keeps getting fouled and refs refuse to call it, but his mouth has been taped shut by the Olympic committee. Oh, so a basketball coach whose team keeps getting fouled and refs refuse to call it, but his mouth has been taped shut. Go. Go.
2: How did she slap him?
3: <laughs> How
1: is that? Wow. I, I, hey, 8.6. That was phenomenal. Also, Clark, I think we have our clip for the end of the show. The little sound bite. Yes, That's exactly.
2: Hey, Jamie. Jamie's a lippy, yo.
1: All right. Uh, we are back to uh, Derek. Here we go. Here's your impression. Of, right. Oh my gosh. The opening ceremony fireworks. Go.
3: We're
1: the finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> I like it. I'm going 8.7 on that one. That was it.
2: That was, <laughs> we're we're <laughs> stepping it up. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right.
1: Jesse, yours is also opening ceremony related. It's okay. a very moving moment. The stadium trembles when the fighter jet squadron flies overhead. Yeah. Reenact the fighter jet squadron doing a flyover during the opening ceremony. Go.
4: We're approaching the stadium. What would you look down there? There's the mascot. Look how integrity (laughs) he looks. (laughs) Wow, that mascot sure looks like a person of character Here we go, boys Split them Wow, I'm very impressed by that mascot's sense of integrity About this whole situation Alright, boys Take these blue angels
1: And let's land them (laughs) This is stupid 4.6. 4.6. Four point six. Four point
3: six. Come on! What? Come on. What?
2: That was a masterpiece. <laughs> All right. That um, was a
1: masterpiece. Okay. Uh, let's see, Jamie, you're up. Ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> no. Here we go. Here we go. The Olympic theme. The Olympic theme. Go.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay, here, we go. Yeah. here we go. Here we go. At the Olympics, we exist for all athletes to come together,
1: to no, live it's a their song. It's oh, a it's song. It's a song. I was giving sing you their motto. No, no, that's a motto. This okay, is a theme. I'll sing it. Okay.
0: Oh, this is embarrassing. I can't see like what, see. I'm
1: like, what like what is NBC going to play when they go to commercial? What's that <laughs> soaring inspiring music? Now, do you just hum the melody or do you tell us the actual lyrics of the song? Mm. That's the question.
0: The Olympics exists to bring communities together. Where if you want to wear bike shorts or bikinis, you can do it all here in Tokyo. That's how, those are the lyrics.
1: Those are the lyrics. Okay, what's the yeah. tune? So what I do we can't, hear? Cameron.
0: I can't do tunes. I don't uh, know. To, I don't know how to do any kind of musical.
4: Just put it to a melody. You know. You want me to give you a beat or something? <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 that was Jingle Bells. Yeah, was well, Jingle Bells. <laughs> In case you didn't know, <laughs> Jamie, I take my low score. Jamie, <laughs>
1: what did Jesse just get? He got a four point six, and you got a three point eight. I'm very sorry. Oh my gosh! Okay, very sorry.
2: Oh what? Uh, no, no, we got one
1: more round. One more oh, round. No, we
2: got one more round. <laughs> one more
1: round. Yep, here we oh, go. Derek, you're up. Oh, you can bring I it home. Do it. A punching bag getting worked over by a champion boxer. A punching bag getting worked over by a champion boxer. Go. Sounding a lot like the fireworks though. Yeah. <laughs> no a lot
3: like the
2: fireworks. No, it's different.
3: <laughs> I'm, you know what? The judges
1: Different. are unimpressed because we've heard it before 6.3. Oh, Ooh, 6.3. Yeah. Um, all right. You are up, Jesse. Your final one yeah. is this <laughs> <laughs> an Olympic swimming pool during the diving competition. So you are the Olympic swimming pool during a dive. Go. <laughs>
4: They're very clean dives, people. Like, <laughs> exactly. what do you that should not
0: be a lot of splashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the good one. Guy
4: oh, that, kind was of good. Slipped, that was a slip. But most of it is very slight silent, silent impressive. I, you know, it's the most impressive hey, of all the splashes. You so.
1: took me there, man. You're a foley artist. I think that was good. fantastic. Good. That's a nine point four. You got Whoa. a nine point four. Wow. Well, Judge run. is Whoa. very impressed by the clean dives. The clean yeah. dive, yeah. 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 All right, here you go, Jamie. You can bring it home. Here it is. An American flag fluttering in the breeze. Go.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm. Here we go. Ready?
3: <laughs> oh. oh
6: wow. If
4: I were closing my eyes, it sounds like someone's stapling a lot of things.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. How is that
1: sounds very inappropriate. Oh god. Derek my god! Enterprising. That was very entrepreneurial. Um, I, that was. You know what? Derek just the judge ruined has it. The, to judges, give no, the judges have been tampered little- with. Derek just ruined it with that. I'm Jamie. I'm sorry. You you're disqualified. Oh! You're disqualified. That's a-
3: not my fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are like a Norwegian beach handball team, violating the rules.
0: I'm taking this up your- with the Olympic Federation. Just, you know that right now. You can, you're going to get a, a letter from my lawyer. Um, to be fair,
4: to be fair. It was a little fleshy sounding to be a fly. <laughs>
3: i well, Jamie, I'm
1: just saying
4: what we're well, <laughs> thinking. I'm sorry, but it was a little,
1: <laughs> a little I'm sorry, Jamie. <laughs> uh, so DJ I, I tallied Jesse's. In. And you got the winner. Okay, say it. I, I uh, too.
4: By a very slim margin, uh, Derek
1: yeah. took it. Is the winner of the strength competition? So each of you have won a gold I, medal. And Jesse about. got the skill portion. Jamie got the speed portion, and Derek took the Dead. strength portion of the competition. Good for you!
2: Exciting games. Congratulations! Hey, I just, just want to give honor to God, who's the head of my life. Uh, <laughs> I just want to thank my mom you know back Derek home. Had, I appreciate y'all. huh?
1: Derek Derek is that team that's like after the game and they lost the game and they're like, yeah, but they cheated. And they went and tattled. And then the judges are like, oh, yeah, you're right. I can't believe that. And that team gets disqualified. <laughs> that's what Derek did after Jamie's performance. Yeah, Look, I know. My coach no always to...
2: told me if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So Listen,
1: <laughs> I, I got to say this. I don't.
4: From the integrity I'm seeing here, I hope neither of you guys have a future in being mascots. At least not <laughs> because,
3: as far as Olympics go, <laughs>
4: that integrity
1: ain't cross, ain't ain't doing it. Ain't doing okay, it. I mean, Jesse, I could, I could do it because I'm athletic for an Olympic mascot. So there, I, I, I mean could for do an it. Olympic yeah. mascot, yeah, I need to tell you right. two
0: things, Jesse. Number one, when I was in eighth grade and ninth grade, I ran in the junior Olympics and I medaled. So I think I consider Ooh. myself an Olympian. Yes, true story. And number two, I was a mascot in high school. So and I was. I don't know if I was very integrous as a mascot, but I was a mascot.
1: Jamie, can I ask a question about the Junior Olympics? Yeah, you can ask me. Junior Olympics. Is it like TED Talks and then there's like TEDx and TEDx is like, I could put a TEDx on with my friends. And then this person who talks at my 40 person TED event is like, I'm a TED speaker. No, you're not. You spoke at TEDx. Get over it. Is the Junior Olympics like that, that like it's every town has one or is no, it Cameron, a, like can you, one national team?
0: Can you give me five seconds? Yes, like I know. Hold on, five seconds.
1: Oh no, she's going to get her medal. No, it's a uh, legit medal. Oh, you okay. flex
2: on y'all. If you got Boy. the Grammys. She's got Olympic medals. Put together an all-star cast here, buddy. No joke, man. I didn't even know. Jesse, what have you done? I mean, I don't open the Quiznos.
4: Yeah, I mean, so I, listen, I've I lost, I lost substantial amount of money on the Quiznos trend. Chicken with carbonara was going out of style, right? All right Jamie, time I bought you, in. You did go okay, go are you grab? ready? Yes. So
0: I ran in the Junior Olympics. It's it's uh, not really the Olympics. It's the only people from the United States of America. I oh, okay. got third place in the four by four, and my mom framed my net medals. I nice. still have them. You guys, they're in the storage closet at my office.
2: Hey, why that. don't you hang that up? Why is it in the store's closet? That's dope.
0: Because I was in eighth grade. Who hangs up medals from eighth grade? That looks pretty, pretty
4: official.
1: Cool. No. I would. That seems pretty official. If Derek, got, if Derek got a Grammy or a junior Grammy in eighth grade, a national music competition, hang of that course that I'd be on the up. shelf. Heck yeah.
2: Better hang that thing up.
0: People, my, my family makes fun of me because when the Olympics come on, I'll take this home like on Friday night and I'll I'll sit my kids down in the living room and I'll be like, guys, you live with an Olympian. I want you to know that because your mom, she was Love in eighth it. grade, ran in the junior Olympics. So there's Love
6: that. It.
1: Love it. All right. Well, there you go. That's the debut of...
3: The Relevant Podcast Olympic Games.
1: Hey, uh, Clark, maybe we need to tell Tyler like during the run of the Olympics, we need to be having our parallel Olympics continuing. Right, right. It's a, good, I like it. it That's an awful weeks.
2: idea.
0: I think awful we should have trivia from the actual Olympics. I, to
1: see I who's you, know what, you know what we could do is, you know, a lot of the sports require gear and, and you know, you need yeah. a ball or you need whatever. Maybe we could send you all certain uh, props uh-huh. and things that we will uh-huh. use. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. I think I, that's I, an awful idea.
1: I'm wearing,
4: <laughs> I, I mean, I unprompted was wearing biker shorts this whole time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take more props.
1: All right. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. That'll be fun. Well, before we wrap things up, many thanks to Kev on stage for joining us. Make sure to follow him on Twitter and Instagram, everywhere. Kev on stage. Check out what they're doing. Man, the dude is... Funny. And remember, also, you can read more of that interview with him over at relevantmagazine.com. Well, while you're at the site, why not check out the summer issue of Relevant Features of On Orgy on the cover, some amazing features, uh, 15 features, in fact. And you can read it right now, ad-free at relevantmagazine.com. Just click on the magazine tab. It's presented ad-free by our friends at UHSM. Check out what they're doing at UHSM.com. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey and I have curiously strong integrity. <laughs> I'm Jamie Ivey, the junior Olympian. A
2: junior Olympic champion. <laughs> I'm Derek Miner, the relevant Olympian. That's yeah. sure <laughs> hey, uh,
1: you'll be here next week in person. We are definitely doing some physical challenges as part of next week's Olympic uh, mm-hmm. Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. I'll wear
3: my bike shorts.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right. Have a good week, everyone.
4: And the blue of the night is Scott. And guess what? His car broke down. Okay.
0: Relevant Podcast Network.